Oh my God. This is happening. It's all coming back. It's all coming coming back back to to me me now. (laughs) (laughs) There were moments of cold. I don't know the words, but I love that song. Flashes of light. Light. Yeah. There were things I'll never do again, but then they they always seemed right. right. (laughs) There were nights of endless pleasure. (laughs) And I don't know the (laughs) next words at all. We're back. You make a comeback, baby. We're back with the. Was that? Who is this? Celine Dion. It is Celine. The Queen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, baby. Girl, we're we're barely making it. We're barely making it back. This is not how I thought our first episode back would be. Nope. I. we'd reflect on how is your hiatus how do, how was your last few months now granted for everyone listening Tammy and I have never lost touch we've been staying in touch yeah. more than ever it's just oh, yeah. we just haven't been recording but you know and instead uh, the the catching up questions are like do you have enough toilet paper have you found <laughs> meat do, <laughs> do you know of any confirmed cases uh, are you short of breath oh my god are uh, like I coughed yeah. I coughed like four times this morning and I was like was that a dry cough yeah was that a dry <laughs> cough uh, my dad my dad straight up right before we started recording I heard him downstairs sneeze like five times in a row and I was like you son of a bitch hey but um no also he spent all morning like in the attic like cleaning things out of the attic so like honestly Dust. he earned those sneezes he did <laughs> he earned those sneezes as long as he's covering his whole face when it happens oh it's God. all right pops it's yeah. all right Oh, girl. Well, um, hi. It's a, it's a, yeah, a a quarantine, uh, quarantiner's dream come true. We have always Mm -hmm. been equipped to record remotely. That's right. That's honestly, it was literally like, oh, we're not even going to think about this. We're just going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, so guys, this is, oh, this is Bitchies and Booze. A paranormal (laughs) podcast. With a shot of liquid courage, yes, and yes. hopefully a lot of a lot of hand washing uh, and sanitizing, and mm-hmm. um, not touching your face. This is yes. great. I don't touch my face when I'm holding the mic. It's really wonderful. Yeah, but, you know, we have been recording remotely for almost Months. a year now, right? Yeah, since yeah. you left, since you left LA, yeah. right? It was like July. Uh, it was July. Yeah, like July. It was July or yeah. August. So yeah, we've been recording remotely for like ever. Um, we're basically experts at it. It's like we saw this coming and we were like preparing <laughs> ourselves. And selling our stocks like some <laughs> Congress peoples I know. Uh, Getting political. Get political. Little assholes. Oh, we could get political on this shit. <laughs> but instead, uh, yeah, we were just like, you know what? This would be a great time to come back with the podcast because everyone's yep. staying at home. Everyone mm-hmm. is entertaining with podcasts and and TV and yep. puzzles and books. And uh, and I'll tell you what, um, 
I think nothing is more entertaining when you're locked down in a house than talking about ghosts and shit. So hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thank God we do not live in a haunted house because to be locked down and quarantined with some fucking ghosts, I'd be very upset. Well, <gasps> funny you bring that up, Amy. Uh, obviously, you already know this, and I did post to the Instagram, but just in case people were not on the Instagram. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about this. We need we need to talk about my front door. Oh my uh, god! Oh my god! It's so scary. Staying with my parents. Honestly, it was you know a transitional coming back, getting my life together, gonna get an apartment, blah blah blah. You know, hanging with my parents who are very generous and you know letting me stay here. Obviously, now there's a global pandemic, so jokes on them. I don't <laughs> think I can ever leave. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I'm super grateful because they had toilet paper. So mm, um, <laughs> lucky. So we're, uh, we were out before this shit got crazy. I was out shopping for clothes for my new office job that I now don't get to go to. Thank you very much. And um, my dad was like, oh, hey, look at what our ring doorbell camera captured last night. So if you're not familiar, the, the doorbell camera, it gets activated with movement. So if somebody walks up, it'll start recording. Oh, okay. Um, mm, mm-hmm. We catch a lot of neighborhood cats that way, you know. Right. So he's like, check this out. And there's just no other way to describe it. It's a fucking orb. Like, it's an orb. And, and I also don't mean to be this way. I 90% of the time don't believe in orbs. Like, I'm like, it's dust. It's like, so, it's just yeah, dust. yeah. Or a bug or, mm-hmm. you know, in the light at night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this thing straight up goes from one side and, like, kind of goes down a little bit and then comes back up. And then it, like, disappears into the side of our house. And then you don't see anything. And then you hear, like, a weird, like, scream thing. And a jet of light just goes, like, right across the bottom. It is the creepiest thing. We've watched it 700 times. Me too, girl. I would say most of the views on our Instagram page might have come from me. Because I was like, I can't stop watching. I can't stop watching. I know. know. It's so creepy. Yeah. If if you guys haven't watched that yet, I, I beg you to. Because it is, there is no explanation for that. It is an orb. It moves like it's it's a thing, not a speck of dust it's as if it moves with intention yeah exactly because it's like it changes direction or something and yes like we started googling like you know ghosts caught on ring camera or like orbs caught on ring camera or whatever and every single one of them it was like oh that's clearly a moth or oh that's clearly a piece of snow or something you know what I mean right like this one is not that at all (laughs) and it's huge by the way this orb is massive it's like Oh my god! And I a piece of dust like that like mm-hmm. wouldn't set off the ring camera, or, you know? Right, like, that's the thing. It yeah. like it triggered it. Yeah, like it happened. At, uh, it was like midnight the night before. Yeah. So my dad was just like you know <laughs> at J C Penny like scrolling. Oh, look at the ring notifications, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and was like, look at this. And I was like, why did you show me that while we were out? Oh, uh, you're like, Dad, I'm trying to buy my office clothes. <laughs> I'm trying to buy sensible blazers, and now I'm terrified. <laughs> I think the scariest part for sure is when it disappears and then you hear that loud noise. Yeah. Yes. And it almost sounds like a disembodied voice and like banging. That's right. Because I really haven't watched it in that long. It's a disembodied voice. It's also banging. And the only, my dad being, you know, the consummate 
you know, get to the bottom of it kind of guy. He goes out and starts doing experiments. So he'll go, he went out and like triggered the ring camera and did different things to try to recreate the noise. So he like moved the furniture that was out there. He like did this stuff. And the thing that it sounded like the most, like the banging, was when he tapped on our front window. That which like terrifies no. me. That is a no. <laughs> so remember how a few minutes ago I said, "Thank God we don't live in a haunted house." Or, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. It could be oh, so much worse. It could be so much worse. Yes. And you know, yeah, I'm stuck in a haunted house, but also I'm with great providers, and my dad keeps coming home with just cases and cases of mama's milk. Oh, which right now, good papa, good papa. We're both, we're both going with it. Oh yeah, I put mine in a little tropical looking cup with a crab. I love it. I'm, I'm straight out of a bottle because this week, you guys, what could we talk about? What could we possibly talk about other than plague, plague ghosts. ghosts? Oh yeah, trigger warning. We gonna talk about people who died during plagues, okay? Uh-huh. But we're gonna give it to you with humor and, uh-huh. um, clearly. Our drink of choice is yep, Corona. Corona. <laughs> Too soon, bad joke. Whatever, it's beer and it's we delicious. It, look, yeah. I don't think Corona should plummet in stocks and sales just because it's got a bad rep with this name. I'm trying to yeah. support them. You know, I'm just saying. Clearly, advertising works because ever since this started, I was like, damn, I could use a Corona. Mm. And I'll tell you what. Yesterday, I took my daily walk, my 20-minute walk. Mm-hmm. I went to the corner store. Um, there was no one. It's like this kind of gross-looking liquor store that I've never been into. But mm-hmm. it's still open because they they sell, like, necessities, a.k.a. Yep. <laughs> alcohol. But yeah. snacks and, you know, household sure. supplies. So they're open. So I go in with my sanitizing wipes. And I, I used it to open the fridge. I pulled out. Yep a can a 40 ounce can of corona and I played some lottery and the cashier didn't even touch my stuff he just like rung it up and I put in my bag I and then I came home took the can washed it with hot water and soap yep (laughs) dried it off put it in the fridge and then I poured it into this cup today and put so many fucking limes in it because I was like (laughs) I need the vitamin c So, you know, it's a great way to make sure you're getting your vitamin C is just drink a Corona with a shit ton of limes. I mean. A shit ton of limes, Amy. Shit. Cheers. Cheers. Cling. Cling. Ooh, that vitamin C. Mm. Oh, I can't well, wait. I can't we wait. Weren't fancy. We weren't fancy enough to have limes, but. Uh, oh, well, I ordered groceries to be delivered. I asked for one lime specifically for this. They brought me seven. So I'm like, okay, I guess, uh, wow. (laughs) Is it because there were so many other things you were out of? I really was thinking like, this would be the time to not be an Instacart driver. You know what I mean? What a nightmare. Like, no, of course there's no toilet paper. (laughs) I would cry constantly if I was doing that. Mm -hmm. I, I was looking into like, cause I'm not working right now and neither is my husband and we're not you know, we're freelance artists. So yeah, <laughs> jokes on us. So yep. I was like, okay, well, what kind of, should I, should I do Instacart? And I was like, oh God, first of all, no. Second of all, yeah. no. Third of all, no. Yeah. This would be a nightmare time to do that because yep. you're out of everything. I wouldn't. Well, worry. I'm, I'm the same, I'm in the same boat. I was, uh, 
temp to perm on my job hadn't quite made the perm yet before everything got shut down so now I'm like <laughs> scrambling to try to get my God. From, from like 50 hours a week to now I'm like begging for to be paid for four hours a week I'm like I'm useful from home so <laughs> yeah I was really considering busting out that old Postmates card again but, yeah uh, I know we're making sure to tip our drivers generously but also we can't spend too much money anymore so. yeah of course yeah of course. so we're trying to like cook at home a lot but also I don't want to go to the store too much um, yeah you know like we only have so many masks I don't want to waste them yeah. too often so whoo times yeah. that are changing my friend this is this is the time when I'm like aggressively pursuing all of the like refunds and stuff I'm owed you know yes. <laughs> like, I'm like I have time for this and that money sounds pretty good right about now seriously so. I have these shelves that we got from Amazon to like we we had hired someone to come and install them in the in the laundry room but we act we, of course, it was just a task rabbit. And so we canceled because I was like, I don't want a stranger coming into our home. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, should we just return all these shelves? Because we sure could use the cash. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Amazon ain't going to hurt. They are they are not going to hurt for a yeah. while. So hey. I went crazy this morning. and was looking at spin bikes on Amazon because I'm like, I just right? want to work out. I was thinking that I too. I work out so bad. And then I, they were like, yeah, but it's not essential. So it'll get to you at the end of April. And I'm like, well, shit, hopefully by then I can go back to the gym or something. Right. You know? I know. I've been working out. My trainer has an online program that I bought mm-hmm. for like 99 bucks when I could no nice. longer afford to go to her in person. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really wonderful. It feels as if I'm working out with her, except I can slack on my form without knowing it so it is nice to have a set of eyes but whatever and so I've been doing it every day but yet I still I got that quarantine gut going on I'm like oh man it's not the same as like I so what I work out for 40 minutes but I'm not doing any cardio it's just weight it's strength training so and I don't want to do too much cardio in here because I'm trying to be mindful of my downstairs neighbors so like a, a workout bike would be awesome I know I was like this would be perfect and there's a bunch that are like that have really good reviews that are like under $500 which Mm. is like pretty good but it's also like I don't I cannot imagine spending that money right now (laughs) right I know I know I'm like I I just I can't and of course this building has a gym and it is the shittiest none of the equipment works never no I wouldn't even touch it on a normal non-pandemic mm-hmm. day. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, for now, it's just me doing these weights. But I'm just like, oh, my God, my stomach is mm-hmm. pure bowl <laughs> of mush. It is so <laughs> soft and doughy. I hate <laughs> But also, I'm only wearing sweatpants and sweatshirts every day. So, like, who cares? I managed to put on jeans today. I was pretty proud of myself. So Jeans. I've only worn jeans once in the past two weeks. I, I just, <gasps> look at you. Yeah. I know. A shirt, a bra, jeans. I love you, Amy. You really <laughs> love me. Well, I'm wearing a sports bra because I just did my workout. And nice. that means I'm going to get tipsy real quick because I wrapped up my workout five minutes before I started cutting the limes. And I was like, should I put some food in my stomach? And so I had <laughs> took two bites of mac and cheese. I was like, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a fun one then. Oh, it's going to be fun. And also, this is only like six ounces out of the 40 I still ha- like I started with. So that means, yeah, you're going to have to have a good night. We're going to have some fun. It's only noon yeah. over here. So <laughs> it's going to be a short day. All right. Well, 
Should we talk about ghosts and shit? I think we should talk about ghosts and shit. This has been a blast. And um, I just can't wait to now talk about scary things like ghosts. Yeah, (laughs) scary things. We don't know anything about scary things right now. Yeah, because Uh. (laughs) nothing in the world is scary at all right now. So we might as well talk about ghosts, right? Um, Do you want to go first? Well, sure. I would love to because I have an up ghost and personal for us. That was... (gasps) We have been having so many wonderful fans supporting us during our little break. And we've still been getting up ghosts and personals. We've been getting lots of DMs. Um, I love it so much. So it's given us lots to share for the I'm next so excited. few episodes. So yeah, I'll start and then Okay, great. And then I'll do the up ghost and personal at the end. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm excited. I haven't read it. So Ooh, it's really good. It's great. Okay. It's like sweet and scary. Oh, Kidoki. So I of course did mostly because I was like really confused. I kept doing research while researching plagues. (laughs) Uh Oh, Corona. I was like, okay, there was the black plague, the black death, the bubonic plague. They're all the same. Yeah. Did not, <laughs> did not know that. Tammy's not surprised or shocked by well, my news. Well, it's like, not your fault. Amy, it- I paid attention in school. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, wh- wh- how do I know about the plague? Oh, I watched a lot of uh, 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 Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know, they got that oh, bring yes. out your dead. That's right. So. But I totally watched that too. I'm okay. Anyway. It went on for so many hundreds of years. They had to come up with new names, you know? You're right. You are right. Well, I've got a little bit of back history on it. Perfect. My research not crazy long. So, okay. So the Black Death was a death. Oh, my sources, Ranker.com and History.com. Mm-hmm. And the Ranker article is by Aaron Wisty. Okay. Nice. The Black Death was a devastating global epidemic of bubonic plague that struck Europe and Asia in the mid-1300s. The plague, Mm. it arrived in Europe in October of 1347 when 12 ships from the Black Sea docked at the Sicilian port of Messina. And people gathered on the docks to like watch the ships come in. And when they saw the ships coming in, most of the sailors aboard the ships were dead. And I know. And those that were still alive were so sick and they were covered in black boils that oozed blood and pus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Sicilian authorities hastily ordered the fleet of the, quote, death ships out of the harbor, kind of like what cruise ships are doing to mm-hmm. like, get your fucking shit out of here. <laughs> Hell no, you're not docking here. Uh-huh. Um, but it was too late. Over the next five years, the Black Death would kill more than 20 million people in Europe, almost a third of the continent's population. Holy shitballs. Okay, so that's all the history we need. Let's jump into some motherfucking ghosts. Let's do it. All right. So um, one of the biggest uh, places that the Black Plague hit was Puvelia, which is in Italy. It's an island in northern Italy. Oh, God, which is terrifying because northern Italy was like the first part of Italy to be hit with this. Yeah. Coronavirus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Um, So. uh, okay, so Pavilia. Um, It once served as the final destination for victims of the Black Plague. So during the outbreak, sufferers were transferred to this island to prevent the disease from spreading. Which is oh, like quarantine. Yeah, it was like a quarantine island. Mm. And um, I keep looking at not the camera when I look at you because I moved. 
the little screen that has your face on oh. it to the far right. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry that my eyeline is way off. I mean, not no, that totally anyone fine. listening cares. I, I believe you're talking to me and not I, someone else they, in the room. So <laughs> hello, ghosty friend. <laughs> um, so what? it's unclear how many people actually died on Pavalia Island, um, but the topsoil is rumored to be 50% human ash. Okay, ah. I just had a disgusting thought. I really want to go like plant some like vines there, like some wine, mm. like grapevines. Oh my god! You could make like dead body wine. Oh, I bet it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those dead bodies died of natural causes and not the plague. <laughs> okay, good point. Good point. If they, uh, I see what you're putting down. You know, if they were like healthy, those those vines would be beautiful, very full of <laughs> antioxidants. I don't know about this one. Well, uh, this is what social distancing is doing to me. I'm like, ooh, can we drink it? <laughs> <laughs> can I wipe my ass with it? And can I get drunk off of it? That's all that matters. It's yep. <laughs> all that matters right now. <laughs> Um, I didn't have any work to do the other day, and I swear to God, I sat there, and I was looking at the clock, and I was like, three, two, one. It's noon! I'm going to have a beer. (laughs) (laughs) It's noon o'clock somewhere. uh (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so true. I used to, like, when we recorded these, I was like, oh, I can't drink too much. I got to go babysit after this. Yeah. Hey, if it's afternoon, I am good. Hell yeah. I don't got to go nowhere. Um, yeah, I kind of like that for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where was I? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Dead bodies. 50% human ash. Ew. Oh, my God. Um, vis- visitors to Pavilia. Um, wait, I'm probably saying this wrong. Paveglia. I'm taking Italian Don't lessons. Don't you take Italian? Yeah. I do. I do take Italian. It would be Poveglia. Oh, well, whatever. Don't tell Povelia. my Italian. Poveglia. do your hand and then it'll be right. Poveglia. There you go. Oh, that was perfect. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Okie okay. <laughs> Whoops. I should really know how to pronounce that shit. Um, <laughs> okay, so people who go there have described feeling an overwhelming sense of being watched as soon as they step foot on the island. They also claim to have felt invisible hands scratching them and Ooh. say that they've been pushed into walls by unseen entities. Um, so the island was the dumping ground for the plague victims, but even after the gruesome practice ended, the dark history of Povelia was not over. The pu- oh no! Oh yes! The public <laughs> health office began using the island as a place to house the mentally ill in the 1920s. Come on! This island, man! Holy moly! Um, patients were kept in inhumane conditions, of course, and they mm-hmm. were subject to unauthorized and often unethical medical testing. They also oh, dear. they also reported seeing so like the patients reported seeing ghosts and hearing unexplained wailing. Of course, right? Because all of the plague victims ghosts are yeah. there so now all of these quote-unquote mentally ill patients are like i hear voices i see things and they're like you're even okay. crazier than we thought here you go here's some cocaine right. that'll that'll chill you right out there's a little of the botany and uh some coke <laughs> there you go 
Um, so according to local legend, one particularly twisted doctor used these ghost sightings as justification to perform grisly lobotomies on patients. In Lo- lobo- lobotomy. The, the, how did I say it? The lobotomy. <laughs> Which is which is when you remove the head off of a plant. <laughs> I mean, it's written right in front of me. The botomy. There you go. The bot the lobotomies. Lobotomy. <laughs> lobotomy. <laughs> this is the this first is... time I have to use my brain in weeks. <laughs> you thank God you didn't have a lobotomy about it. <laughs> I think I need a lobotomy. <laughs> Um, boy, have I gotten lazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't even pronounce my syllables. Okay. He was performing grisly lobotomies on patients because like of the ghost stuff. He's like, oh, oh, looks like I got to get into that brain of yours. And then one small glimmer of justice was served. Vengeful spirits allegedly harassed the doctor until he was driven to throw himself off of a building. Amy, there's a ghost adventures about this. Stop it. What? I swear to God. Wait a minute. Did I, I maybe do is. this? <laughs> I think oh, I shit. did this. <laughs> when we were doing foreign countries. No, you did it. You must have done it. No. <laughs> shit. <laughs> You're kidding me. We made it all the way to the end. Oh, what My I think one of us did. God, it. you know what, Tams? I think you are right. I have. Sick, I did not cross reference. This Holy is shit. the best thing that's ever happened. I'm so proud of us. Oh, <laughs> we have. Oh, God, what a comeback this has become. <laughs> I'm. Well, I can't. I can't fucking believe. I we didn't did recognize it until the. It, you were like, and then the guy got oh harassed God. and then he killed himself right tammy it looks like you did this on i watched april, ghost adventures april 13th 2019 oh my god that was a really long time ago oh my god tammy you <laughs> you fucking did po- your but your I research is literally it. called pavelia island <laughs> I didn't recognize it until you said that. And I literally just got a flash oh. of Zach. Oh. I got a flash of Zach in like a boat going out to this island. Yep. You. Oh, my God. You watch. Oh, you watched the episode and wrote, wrote about it. Yeah. <sighs> oh, my okay. God. Oh, my oh, this God. This is unprecedented. Unprecedented. Much like the times in which we find ourselves. This is an <gasps> unprecedented situation. And I have immediately come up with an effective solution. More so than any of our elected officials. Amy. Yes. As punishment for repeating this, you have to take three big gulps of your drink right now that's gonna make me finish it and i'm okay yeah. with oh, that chug 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 oh i'm gonna do it too because that, that's my punishment <laughs> you guys she fucking chugged it there are so it. many limes in the bottom there's so many <laughs> she's got a there's clear so glass limes. there's like an entire <laughs> lime in there <laughs> Okay, guess what? I've got what? good news. 
What? I didn't only do Pavilion. I also oh, did okay. some other places that also okay. have plague ghosts, like from okay, the well, bubonic plague. You can you can barf your your beer back up then. Like, <laughs> you're un, unpunished. Hell no, that was delightful. I ain't <laughs> I barfing know. that up. I'm jealous. I was like punishment, and I was like, oh, I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get punished like that. <laughs> You guys, I cannot fucking believe that. Okay, you know what? Well, we won't discuss that anymore. It's abandoned now, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, perfect. So, okay, here we go. There is a tunnel running between the London districts of Knightbridge and South Kensington. Oh. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh, Tammy, you made me chug and guess what's about to happen. Uh-oh. Oh. We forgot. I burp very easily, and you made me chug a beer. I'm ba- we're back. This this was the real this, we're back moment. Yes, this is Amy once burped. the burp happens, you know it's own. <laughs> we are back, baby. Uh, so there's this tunnel that goes between these two places outside of London, and it weaves past a, the mass grave of cent- 17th century plague victims. Um, and it's a prime location for ghost hunters. In June of 2016, a man caught what appears to be a ghostly apparition on camera leaning over the tracks near the Knightsbridge station. Ooh. And there's a church in Knowlton, England, and it... Um, a host of recurring Black Plague ghosts have been reported. So we're back at the Black Plague again. Um, a ghostly face often appears in a tower window, and some mm. have been um, have seen a weeping nun kneeling outside the church. Um, but the most unusual spirits might be that of a horse and a rider. The pair gallop across the church grounds in the dead of the night and go straight through the church's walls as if it isn't even there. Damn. And there was a mother and her child leaving an abandoned church in Knowlton, England, and they were approached by a dark figure in broad daylight. After walking across their path, the figure promptly vanished. Other visitors have seen the figure, but only late at night, and described it was, um, it had like a truly menacing aura. And Ooh. then there's another church in England, in Norwich, England. It was mm-hmm. built over a mass grave of plague victims. Mm. And this woman, 34-year-old Jody Carmen, caught an eerie sight on her camera. The paranormal enthusiast took a photograph just after midnight one night in 2015. And when she and her companions heard bumping um, and knocking near the front of the church, they looked at the camera and the snapshot revealed... Um, there was a spectral outline of a figure seated in one of the pews. I know. And then um, the last really quick um, town that's um, haunted by plague ghosts is the city of York. Oh, I've been there. It's apparently like hella fucking haunted. It's extremely haunted. That's where I did my my ghost tour. That's what I thought. I Mm -hmm. thought that's where you did your interview with the ghost tour lady. Yeah, she she talked about... Yeah, she talked about some... Oh. Plague people. Oh, let's see if it's something that she told me about. Tell me. Um. Okay. So there was a family in York. Um. That moved. Oh. 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 She knows it. She knows it. That moved into a house and they began to hear crying in the hallways. They couldn't locate the source, but 
the source found them. Um, they they started like feeling really, really sad in the house all the time. And then later on, they learned that a little girl died in the house. So this little girl, her parents died of the plague and villagers feared that she had become infected. In truth, she was healthy, but that didn't stop the masses from locking her up with her parents' corpses. And then she starved to death alone mm-hmm. and seemingly continues to weep for her tragic fate today. I have a picture of that house. Oh, my God. Well, we'll have to post it. I'll, yeah, I'll send it to you. So the story I heard on the tour was that the parents, she got sick and the parents were like, oh, well, it was nice knowing you and that they left and locked her up and like, like, you know, nailed the door shut and that <sighs> for a while villagers tried to feed her. So they would like give oh. her food and stuff. But they didn't want to get too close because of the plague. And then so she starved to death. But yeah, that was like the first place we stopped on the tour. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Well, I'm glad I had something a little extra than just Pavelia. (laughs) Ooh, man. Uh, Plague times. Plague times. You just, you never know what's going to happen. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a... Good thing I have all this vitamin C in me to keep me. Keep I'm smart. Thrilled. <laughs> so that, um, that that was my um very um really poorly done plague research. <laughs> I it was not poorly done. I did Tammy's from a year ago, and um, you're so much better at checking that than I am too. So like that's why I was like, no, surely I'm wrong. <laughs> I did. I it didn't sound familiar to me, but now it does. Obviously, you, Amy. Yeah, because I spent the entire time complaining about Zach and not giving you facts about ghosts is probably the truth. Uh, um, yeah, your it, research it, ended with I survived watching an episode of Ghost Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I barely did. Um, well, that was amazing. Uh, the Black Plague is awful. I hate it. It's gross, man. That is nasty. Gross. Um, so I decided to take it a little more recent and I decided to do, um, a ghost resulting from the Spanish flu or the the flu of 1918. Oh my gosh. Um, Yay. And so I wanted to start because, um, my great grandmother, my mother's father's mother, uh, was, about two years old when uh it it, and it hit oklahoma where she was really really hard it killed both of her parents her older brother and a baby that was so young he hadn't been born yet she (gasps) was almost two and her very first memory is her grandfather coming and picking her up in his covered wagon and taking her back to live with them and this was so like so she was the only one of her family to survive and because it happened so quickly and all of this she didn't even really know when she was born so she didn't have any birth certificate it was all like you know home birth stuff back then you know no birth certificate so she picked her birthday as july 4th because she loved america and uh (laughs) so she thinks she thinks she was born in 1916 she thinks, but oh just not sure. God. So, 
that crazy? So it's really weird to think about like that whole family died and only this little baby lived, you know, this little toddler who was my great grandma, you know? Holy shit, Tammy, that's so amazing. Isn't that, yeah. It really wasn't even that long ago, 102 years ago. That's like Mm -hmm. not that long. Oh my God, that is fascinating. Oh, and oh, I'll save it. Okay. Uh, I can't I'll believe she survived, too. What, I know. That's miraculous. Thanks, Nanny. <laughs> if she had it, we wouldn't have you yep. here. Aww. Uh, so here's a little bit about the Spanish flu, uh, also known as the 1918 flu pandemic. Um, it was influenza. It lasted from January 1918 to December 1920. Um, infected 500 million people, which was about a quarter of the world's population at the time. Whoa. The death toll is estimated to be anywhere from 17 million to 50 million. Obviously, it was way harder to, like, keep records back then, Mm -hmm. Uh, making it one of the deadliest epidemics in human history, Black Plague being a standout, you know? Oh, yeah. So the reason it's called Spanish flu, I thought this was very interesting, is that World War I was going on at the time. So censors in Germany, the U.K., France, and the United States basically censored um, what the newspapers could report and wanted to minimize the death toll. But Spain did not have these, like, things. And so they were just like, yeah, things are awful and people are dying. So people were like, oh, that Spanish flu. Oh. Yeah. So, because even their king at the time, Alfonso the Thirteenth, he got it and uh, was really, really sick. So, oh my God, yay, yay, yay! So it really didn't originate from Spain or anything. It didn't. It originated at um, in Kansas at a uh, uh, like a base, like a military base in oh. Kansas, and so that's one of the reasons Oklahoma was hit so hard because it was so close to there. Oh my um, God, geez! So they're dealing with World War One and the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Good and God. think about it like it spread like crazy because it was like it was that military base and then they all get shipped out. Of course. So, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the last thing I wanted to say about it from a history standpoint was that uh, the Spanish flu was the first of two pandemics caused by the H1N1 virus, a.k.a. swine flu. Remember swine flu? I remember swine flu. Mm-hmm. This was the first swine flu. So. Oh, my gosh. I felt they kind of like pitched swine flu as being kind of like this new thing like when it was well yeah it was it just back. a new strain which this oh. and this one is um so the covid covid19 is sars it's the same thing as sars right just like a different so, strain of it basically exactly okay and that's that's why they call it covid19 because it was identified last year oh so, i didn't know that yeah. okay see I'm something's le- getting through this head of mine uh, <laughs> and I'm learning. See, we haven't changed at all. We Tammy's haven't teaching changed. Amy, and it is going great. It's going great. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about ghosts specifically. Let's talk about Helen Esther Roberts, the ghost of Voorhees Hall. Ooh. Um, my sources for this were the Gazette, which is in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. They just call it the Gazette, and I was like, "There's a lot of gazettes." There's a lot. Um, good old Wikipedia, obviously for the Spanish flu stuff. And then an article from khak.com, number one for new country. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I almost made her spit out her water. Oh, she's still fighting it. Oh no. I'm so sorry. I did it. I swallowed it. Oh God. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) That was scary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. Um, 
Okay. All right. Let's talk about her. Um, Helen Esther Roberts was born in Strawberry Point in December 1899. Uh, She was named for her grandmothers, Helen Stark Roberts and Esther Little. I thought that was so sweet. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, So she grew up. She went to high school. She graduated. um, And at the end of the summer, she was recruited into the Tri-Delta Sorority um, at Coe College, mm-hmm. and she became a member of the Order of the Eastern Star. I don't know what that means. Sounds, I kept it in here. Sounds cool. So yeah. Must have been important yeah. two days ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, on September 30th, she arrived in Cedar Rapids to attend Coe College. She fell ill October 14th, so just like 15 days later. Oh, no. Um when sorority rushing was completed October 18th, Helen was listed as a pledge. Um, and, oh, that's why I wrote that down. <laughs> she was listed as a pledge along with Mildred Marshall, daughter of Harry Marshall, part owner of the Gazette. The very paper from which I am reading. The Gazette. The Gazette. The only one, one and only. Just Gazette. The, the <laughs> Gazette. Wouldn't it be really funny if it was like the Gazette? Of Portland. Like, <laughs> um, okay, so she's listed as a pledge on October 18th. The next day, Helen died. No. Um, when she became ill, she was quarantined along with other six students on the third floor of Coe's Voorhees Hall. So Voorhees Hall was where they were living. And so she had a room on the second floor, but then they moved her up to the third floor to quarantine with everybody. Um, and then she died like immediately. She literally went to college and just died. <laughs> like, oh. It really sucks. She oh. only made it like 18 days. She hadn't even started classes yet for even crying out loud. to be a woman in college back then. I Ugh. mean, man. Yeah. Damn. So close. So, um, stories about Helen haunting Voorhees started about a year after she died. Around mm-hmm. the time, her parents donated a grandfather clock to Voorhees in Helen's memory. Those are scary as it is. Like, uh-huh. hell no. And I have, I have pictures. I put it in the bottom so you could look if you wanted. Um, okay. The clock has been housed in numerous buildings on the Co campus. I'm, I keep saying Co, and I feel stupid every time. But it's literally just C O E. It's got to be Co, right? I would say so. I know because it sounds yeah. like it should be co-ed, but yeah. It's- yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm looking at that. Cl- um, oh, I don't like that clock at all, Tammy. Mm-hmm. It's oh, not. A, it's not a good clock. That's a, that is a nope. haunted clock. So, um, okay. So first, it was at Voorhees Hall where she lived and died for a couple of days, um, and then it moved to Clark Hall during renovations, and now it is back at Voorhees Hall. Students began to report strange happenings, doors locking themselves, clothes being thrown around the room, pictures falling from walls. Students reported late night appearances of a girl in white that disappeared down a hallway. Then in the 1960s, Helen's memorial clock began to do strange things. The time was often wrong and it would chime unexpectedly. Um... Some have reported that the clock's hands would also often stop at 2.53, the time that Helen died. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Many attempts were made to fix the clock, but it eventually stopped working altogether. Uh, when things appeared to move in the room Helen had once occupied and pounding noises would awaken residents, the whole floor of girls would sometimes grab pillows and blankets and move to the lobby for the night. Oh. <laughs> 
Some even claim to have seen an apparition of Helen standing at the corner of their bed. Legend says that Helen appears from the clock on the anniversary of her death. Um, and then, okay, here we go. Kristen Walters is a student at Co or whatever it's called, and lives in the room where Helen died. Oh, hell no. Thank you. Um, it was turned into student housing during the campus remodel. Kristen said that she wasn't aware of the stories until she got into the school, but after living in Helen's room, her opinion has changed. Uh, she told stories of wall hangings falling to the floor, clothes placed on top of a wardrobe far from the edge strewn across the floor. Wardrobe doors that were shut would swing wide open. Kristen said that when these strange occurrences happen, they're accompanied by the sound of glass shattering on the floor, even though the entire floor of the building is carpeted. Oh, weird. Oh, right? creepy. I thought that was super weird. Um, Kristen and her roommate are believers now. When she or her roommate are alone in the room, they will often kindly ask Helen to leave them be since they're alone. Helen obliges. Hmm. That's the other thing about this ghost story. Despite the scares and strange noises, Helen has never heard a student or staff member. Perhaps Helen is just trying to live out her college days. Aww. Aren't we all? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. And she saw the way those college kids were partying in the 1960s. And that's when she started making more of a ruckus. She's like, oh, this is fun. Oh, we're liberated now, are we? Okay. I'm getting in on this. Like burning (laughs) bras and LSD? (laughs) Fuck yes. Yeah. Wow, Tammy, that was so good. Thanks. I really liked it. I was really happy. I I really. This is a great article. Fantastic (laughs) research because I started with the 1918 Spanish flu and couldn't Mm -hmm. find any good ghost stories. That was good. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, That's creepy. Oh, my gosh. I didn't really know much about the Spanish flu either. I just um, follow a lot of like historic like accounts on Instagram and they keep posting like old photos from the Spanish flu. But I'm like, wow, if people actually survived the bubonic plague and the Spanish flu and oh yeah, good Lord, that gives me faith that we can survive the COVID-19. Holy schnikers. Um, And now we know about things like germs. So like, right. Not spit on the ground anymore. And we have things like, you know, medicine, which is super helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty fun. (laughs) It's pretty, pretty cool. Well, you've got some good survival genes, young lady, since your great grandma was the sole survivor of, uh, of the the Spanish flu in Oklahoma. It's amazing. That's a really good point. Well, I have... A lovely upghost and personal to share. I'm so excited. I'm thrilled. It is from a a follower, and she DM'd us on Instagram about um, a town, a very haunted town in France. She has a lot of ghost stories, but um, she knows that this upcoming, you know, the next few episodes we're we're working on just the United States. So um, she's like, when they're ready, or they, I'm sorry, they're, when they're they said, you know, when you're ready, I've got some, you know, uh, stories about France. But oh, sweet. Uh, they have been uh, giving us some really great stories on DM. And then they emailed us uh, through our Banshees and Booze account, upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. Nice plug. Um, thank you. Thank you. They are on Instagram as Jemina Moon Knight. And um, oh, yeah. Yes. And then they go by Carter through email. Okay. So Carter writes 
I wanted to tell you the relatively short story of the ghost my sister met in the hospital when she was 16. She was growing up. Oh, I'm sorry. So growing up, my siblings and I all did Taekwondo. One weekend. Me too. You did? (laughs) Yeah, me and my brother and my dad. Oh my God, that's super cool. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, One weekend during sparring practice, my sister's partner accidentally kicked her on her standing leg and dislocated my sister's hip. Ooh. Ow. Naturally, my dad took her to the hospital. Now, this story is secondhand. I wasn't actually there, but both my sister and my dad are very down-to-earth people. That's not to say they aren't believers, just that they wouldn't jump to conclusions lightly or tell the story if they weren't absolutely sure that there wasn't a normal explanation. Back to the story. My sister had been left in the hospital hallway... I'm really sorry. Can you hear that? Yes, and it just scared the shit out of me, Tammy. Dad is in so much trouble. (laughs) He's like hammering somewhere. I was so scared. I swear to God, he knows I'm doing this. But I feel like it stopped so suddenly. He probably was just like, oh, shit. Because he knew I'm doing this. Dad. 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 (laughs) Finally. Dad. Get out of the attic. He was literally in the attic today. He was getting stuff out of the attic and like, oh my God. I just. (laughs) He's like, I'm just going to rewire the internet uh, router here. Oh God. Okay. Well, sorry. Um, If it starts up again, I really am going to go yell at him. I'm sorry, Carter. I'm getting getting scared again. Okay, okay. Back to Carter's story. Okie dokie. So, Carter's sister. She was absolutely... Oh, wait. My bad. Uh, My sister had been left in the hospital hallway while she waited for her turn in the x-ray. My dad had gone to the bathroom or something. Point is, my sister was alone in the hallway. Completely alone while Mm. she waited. They hadn't given her any painkillers or anything, so she was as sober and aware as it's possible to be with a dislocated hip. She Mm. was absolutely certain that she was alone in the hallway until suddenly she realized she wasn't. A man had approached her bedside, even though she didn't see or hear him coming. She said that he seemed perfectly normal, casual, and was dressed in regular clothes, so she assumed he was there to accompany or visit another patient. What happened? He asked her. So she told him the story of what happened during sparring class. I bet that hurts, he said sympathetically. But don't worry, you're going to be just fine. And then he left. My sister watched him walk down the hallway and turned the corner. I have chills right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so so creeped out. She writes, they write this. So I'm so sorry. Their pronouns are they, them. And I I think it's because I'm reading sister. I keep saying she. Yeah. Um, Perfectly normal, right? Except... A split second later, my dad came back, walking up the same hallway that my sister had seen the stranger turn down. My sister told him about the man, but my dad insisted he had seen no one. With the timing and the way the hallway was laid out, there is absolutely no way that my dad could have missed seeing the man. There were no other hallways he could have turned down or doors he could have gone through before my dad arrived. My dad and my sister both insist that this man could only have been a ghost. My sister says that she hadn't really noticed anything weird while she was talking to him, but admittedly, she was pretty distracted with the dislocated hip and all. Afterwards, though, she realized it was weird that she hadn't noticed him approaching. More importantly, my sister said that while she was 
talking to him, she felt completely calm, even reassured. It was like when he told her that she would be okay, he knew that for a fact. Aww. I know. My dad and sister have concluded that this man must have been a friendly, benign spirit who wanders the halls of that hospital and stopped by to check in on my sister. Sometimes it's nice to remember that not all spirits are scary. Some just like to check in on the living and let us know that everything will be okay. I have chills and also I'm so touched by this. Like so sweet. I mean, honestly, like I think that's that's totally nailing it. That it that it's just maybe somebody that got left alone in the hospital and and was alone and just wants to make sure that nobody else is ever alone or scared there. Like that's so nice. And how appropriate for this episode as well. That's exactly (laughs) why I thought this was perfect because you think like we need these kinds of ghosts more than ever in our hospitals now because everyone who's passing away from from COVID-19 they're dying in isolation like in Italy no funerals are even allowed legally and so you can't which sucks because they're so Catholic based out there and you just don't get any of those like the way to like cross over to the next world or to to have the families who are still alive heal and and mourn properly so they Ghosts, if you're listening and you're out there, mm-hmm. we need you at the hospitals to comfort and care for all the sick patients who are isolated. They need yeah. you. And ghosts, please subscribe because it really like bumps us up in the ratings. Yeah, if you ghosties can <laughs> subscribe, that would be really amazing. <laughs> what a jerk I am. I never in my life thought I would say, ghosts, we need you now more than ever. <laughs> yeah, what the right. hell? Oh my God, this is the crazy year 2020 has turned out to be. Crazy. Uh, we can't help it. Well, that was amazing, Carter. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I like, I can't, I, I know. I can't even believe that. That's I so, I want more. I want more. I was promised more. Carter has more and we're going to yes. have to purposely do a France episode just to get Carter's stories. They Yay. say that they have a lot and that some okay. of them are so scary. They're not even ready to write them yet. So. Oh my God. Yes. Okay, so that's Carter, thank you for your bravery. We cannot wait for more. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, well, that was amazing. Um, you know, post hiatus, we're a whole new thing and this is just a whole new world. So Amy and I thought we would, uh, in the middle of this craziness, introduce a new little segment uh, that we're calling uh, Banshees and Binge. Whoop, whoop. And we're not talking about binging alcohol, you guys. I mean, but we're not here to stop you from doing that either. Not so. here to Tammy made me chug a beer. I did. Clearly. I we're- did. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're going to talk about what we are binging during our uh, lockdowns and quarantines. So Yes. Yes, we are. Yes. So, okay, Banshees and Binge. Well, Tams, I got to admit, I've never watched reality tv only when okay. i was like in my early 20s please and say what i think you're gonna say it's netflix yeah i'm watching i just binged two reality shows on netflix okay the circle and okay love is blind yeah love is blind <laughs> okay and i, I am right them. there with you Okay, I didn't watch The Circle, but I so did watch good. Love is Blind. Oh, my God. I, it was recommended to me. I've never watched, like, a dating reality show before. I'm a big Same. Survivor fan. Yes, yes. But um, 
Yeah, so I wasn't sure. And I definitely like struggled through the first like episode and a half. And I was like, okay, this is definitely not like for me, but eh, I'll fall asleep to it or whatever. And man, I'm glad I powered through because I truly feel like I learned about myself in relationships by watching other people fuck up relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was being a total like armchair expert, like sitting on the couch, like a freaking therapist. I was like, oh, Oh, Jessica is not. She's got yes. all these walls up and she's not letting Mark even like touch her oh physically. And God. her baby voice that she does when she talks to like men versus her regular voice. Oh, I was like, thank you. Something happened to her as a child and she's like stuck Absolutely. in the yes. Oh, I did the same thing. It was great. I also struggled the first like episode and a half. I was like, this, I'm yeah. embarrassed. This is not my speed. And then I was like, so hooked. <laughs> I would say, like, honestly, I recommend it to people because you do, you get so sucked in. And I was, like, shocked by what I really, like, sometimes you know, like, oh, this is going to happen. But then, like, at the end, I was just like, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. Oh, so many things. Oh, my God. I know. I don't want to do any spoilers, but I'm following yeah. um, a few of them on Instagram now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Perfect. Oh perfect. Perfect. So um, good. So my Banshees and Binge recommendation is one that I feel like everyone's finally caught up on. But I swear to God, the day it came out, I watched all of it. And then the next day I told my parents, we have to watch this. It was like a Saturday and we watched it. I watched this twice in two days and it is a eight episode miniseries. It is Tiger King on Netflix. Okay. Okay. I need to say two things. We haven't this was watched the thing it yet. We haven't watched it yet. Uh, but we're gonna. Should we? First Should we watch of all, it? Immediately okay, watch okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Second of all, I think, okay, there so there was a podcast back in August, maybe. I listened to it while I was in England, and I straight up like tweeted at them, like from our like I wasn't doing any Twitter and I was like, I just need you to know that this is an amazing show. Aww. So there, there was a podcast, so I was familiar with the story. Um but then this actually shares some different opinions about things, which is really fascinating. And I have to tell you this. It takes place in a, a place called Winniewood, Oklahoma, which is where my fucking great grandmother is from. The great grandmother that survived the Spanish flu. And I'm telling Stop. you that Winniewood, Oklahoma, this is how small that town is. They used to complain because they weren't like a one light town. They didn't have any traffic lights. There was just a four way stop. And so they wanted to be classy. So they put one in. Then people complained about the light taking too long. So now it just flashes red and is effectively a stop sign. <laughs> that is Winniewood, Oklahoma. Wow. And that and that is where this <gasps> show takes place. Oh, my so, God. Wow. So the crazy thing is we actually my great grandmother passed away in. Oh, gosh, I want to say like 2000. Oh, I was in college. So I think like 2004, she passed away. And we actually had not been up to Winniewood. That was the last time I went to Winniewood was for her funeral. And I guess this stuff all started around 1999. So it wasn't a thing that I ever went to growing up. Um, but we did go visit because we could drive there. It's just a couple hour drives just across the border. So um, but literally Winniewood fucking Oklahoma. It's it's like when I saw on the news that New Rochelle, New York was in like quarantine. <laughs> right. I yes. was like, what? And then White Settlement <gasps> yes, had the had like gun. They yes. had the shooting at the church, which that that church is in the parking lot 
of the old folks' home where my other great grandmother lived. <laughs> so, like, it's just looks ooh. looks like our small hometowns are know how to make a bang in the news. I'll say. I mean, if I were a person who were conspiracy minded, I'd start to think that. Oh, all of shit. these things were connected. Oh but, my god! Um, How have I not thought of that yet? Oh my god! <laughs> I Girl, this thing has made me fucking crazy. I woke up two nights ago, just straight awake, and was like, "They're they're separating us, and they're gonna cut off our internet, and we won't be able to communicate, and that's how they're gonna take over." And I was like, "Oh, what kind of?" I was like, "What kind of right wing crazy ass shit just came out of my head?" <laughs> <laughs> We're all I was like, it. they're dividing and conquering oh. as if I live in fucking Texas. Everyone has 47 guns. <laughs> like they're not getting us. We're fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Oh my God. Okay. So I will watch Tiger King because please do. We, Ithamar really wants to watch. It and I was like this, we watched the preview. I'm like, this seems a little too much for me. Um, it's insane. I'll, I'll, get, I'll tell you. One of the things I appreciate about it is that while they do discuss dad, I'm, <laughs> I cannot wait to go yell at him. Um, but then dad. I feel bad because he'll feel really bad about it. It's, um, it's okay. We This won't come out on the mic. Yeah. So <laughs> the part where I yell at him will. Oh, um, I can't wait for that. <laughs> so it while they do, of course, discuss issues of animal abuse and stuff like that it's not I mean it's it's you don't see animals getting beaten up or anything oh, like that okay. you know what I mean right right so don't don't worry about that part okay like, that's, okay that's fine I can't wait okay I'm in because we're now we're like itching we're like well what are we gonna binge now <laughs> I know I've literally been because I it, I tend to you know spend my day upstairs in my room and then I go downstairs and we have dinner and watch TV, you know, like <laughs> that's my life right now. And I'm running out of suggestions. I, we just rewatched the fire festival documentaries oh, because my parents, so my parents hadn't seen those. So I've been kind of introducing them. Well, this is perfect. I'm so glad we're doing the banshees and binge segment so we can give yeah. each other suggestions. I already know what I'm going to suggest on the next episode. I can't wait. Oh, good. I'm so excited. Oh, I don't. <laughs> well, we would love for all of the listeners um, who have the time, we know you do, to uh -huh. um, email us with suggestions of things that you're binging. We can talk about that during our Banshees and Binge segment. We would also love to hear your actual real ghost stories. Um, you can email that to us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on Instagram, which is... Uh -huh. Banshees and booze. Correct. Correct. <laughs> it's been so long. I almost forgot. <laughs> We're also, uh, God help us. Cause I haven't been on there in so long. I literally got on Twitter the other day to tweet something personal, like on my personal Twitter. Yeah. I tweeted a suggestion to another podcast. Uh, shout out. Worst bestsellers. I love that podcast. Ooh. I literally tweeted at them. Oh my God. Animorphs is now available for free because they love Animorphs and did a show about it. Mm -hmm. And some dude was like, well, it's not for you. And then like went on this rant and I was like, bro, I'm telling a podcast I like that a book they like is out. What are you doing? He's like, well, if you were 11 years old, you'd understand, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I literally fucking don't know what's happening right now. This is why I, I like, avoid I, Twitter. Yes. I got on Twitter for one fucking tweet, and, and I, got, I got yelled at for not liking a book that I did like. Like, I literally was like, yes, I do like this. 
Uh, fucking Twitter. crazy person. So anyway, that's why I haven't been tweeting lately. But good um, news, <laughs> we haven't missed anything. I'm on our Twitter account right now, and no one's oh good. tweeted at us. So it's because we're ghosts. So you know what? <laughs> now I've got the time, and frankly, nothing matters anymore. So I've got the balls to get back on Twitter. And hereby, I declare to you, I will tweet at Banshees. Mm, booze. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also uh, email us on our website banshiesandbooze.com there's a little site, yeah. uh, link there that you could drop us a, a ghost story and mm-hmm. as much as we love any ghost story we're specifically now searching for ones from your specific state as uh-huh. we begin our uh, we didn't really discuss this Tammy I apologize but uh, it's fine. We, we, no, it's fine. we will be focusing I can't promise every episode will follow this format but we will be focusing on the 50 states of the United States and you know what I'm just throwing it in there I think we should throw in territories and uh, districts of Colombia as well like Puerto Rico see si. and the US Virgin Islands yeah, I mean, not for long, am I right? I don't know why I said that. I'm really sorry. <laughs> that was disgusting. They only have like one coronavirus case. They're very virginal right now. Oh, good yes, for them. They, they have not had that cherry popped. Living quite right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please, we're, we're sloppy at this now. Please rate, review, and subscribe. It bumps us up in the ratings and helps people find us, which is really, really nice. And also, Tell your friends because they don't have anything to do right now and they're looking for content and that's what we're doing. We're bringing you content. We are your coronavirus relief specialists. Uh-huh. So please, uh, yes, spread the good word. We are back and I'm so excited. Woo! This is fun. Hey, watch this part. Okay. Hey, Amy. <gasps> oh, fuck. <laughs> I know. I literally made the face a second ago because I was like, how do we end it? <laughs> I shit. I shit myself. You oh, can't. my God. I forgot. I, I literally have nothing. But Okay. We're going to improvise as we do. Okay. Um, yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost. Uh... <laughs> what the fuck did we talk about today? <laughs> oh, make sure you don't get a lobotomy. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Okay, I came up with one while you were saying Okay, okay. Hey, Tammy. Okay. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Do the same story twice so you get to chug a beer. God damn it. <laughs> I'll never live this down. I'll never I'm such down. a jerk. I'm such a jerk. You know what? I'm just trying to get back at you because I had to admit to being wrong like months ago, and I still have not recovered. <laughs> I'll never forget that. You yeah. were wrong about the Muppet I was Family wrong. Christmas. Or Muppet Christmas Carol will never let I you was. forget that. Oh. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to go record another episode for y'all because we're heroes, damn it. Woo! We're heroes. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.